of this Battle Wounds podcast. I can't crack another one. Oh, there Johnny it is. can. There it is. Johnny can crack another one. Which one did you crack? Classic cola, but I'm going to mix it with the cherry to see if it makes a difference. Okay. okay. Probably not. Yeah. Say. <laughs> I'm reaching for the stars here. What's the over-under on that one? <laughs> I'm going uh, negative Place your bet. seven. I don't think I've got anything yet for 2022. I haven't either. I almost that watched what, three the years ago? Texas... Chainsaw one, but he said it was terrible, horrible. So I Terry scratched it real quick. Yeah, uh, big no on the Texas Chainsaw. But if if you need to scratch your Texas Chainsaw itch, there's a movie called X in theaters right now. Okay, about basically a film crew that goes to film like a '70s avant-garde porno. And this backwoods farm. It's called Blair Witch. (laughs) (laughs) It feels actually a little bit like Blair Witch, but uh, basically they have a run-in with an elderly couple that own the farm that are... Eating people and... Soylent Green is made of people. (laughs) (laughs) They're not what you expect. Let's just leave it at that. Aliens. No, it's not even that wild. It's just like... No brother and sister. No car sex? No, no. Incest. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no uh, women getting impregnated by vehicles, that's All for right. sure. Nice. That was, that uh, was That's titane for anybody out there that's curious. Weird as fuck. That's a who, I think. I don't know. I just know it was on the Plex. And mm-hmm. You had mentioned that in the group text. And I was like, the better. fuck is wrong with you? Nice. I'm glad. It's better. I'm glad yeah, that it's Yeah, it's better. the only way to drink the classic cola is if you mix it with the cherry. Mix it. Makes sense. Yep. By your recommendation, good sir. Yes. I killed Ted Lasso. In like a week. Did you oh, like that's it? That's a really good show. I haven't watched I did. it last I did week. enjoy it. I have an eight-part miniseries on Apple TV that I highly recommend, which is The After Party. Oh, I finished it. Oh, my God. And I was fucking surprised. You didn't see that coming? Nope. Oh. Nope. Oh, I, I suspected it. Oh, Jesus. But, me, me and Roger have no idea what y'all are talking but about. But no at the very end when she's like, when they, they look to who did it, I was like, oh, please don't let it be. Oh, no. I was like. Ah. Uh, yeah. It was at that moment I was like, so if it's not him, it's not him. Who's, oh, no. I know. So I had that feeling, too, when it was official, but I had an inkling, like, because as far as motive goes, it all made sense. Yep. In terms of, like, he had all the motive to, to do that. Yep. What's this after so party? The after party. So it's, um, it's a high school reunion for these group of people out in California. Dave Franco is a kid who's part of this high school reunion and he's made it big as a rapper singer blah 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 he invites a few of his friends from the 
high school reunion back to his gorgeous Malibu house. Yeah, showing off his his big monies. Yeah, okay. and uh, it starts with uh, Tiffany Haddish as a detective coming to his house and finding his body okay. at the bottom of a cliff, and she suspects it was homicide. And she starts to interview each person who was invited to this party who would have had a motive for killing Dave Franco. All right. And each interview is a different genre of story. So one guy tells it as if it's a romantic comedy. Oh, okay. One person tells it as an animated. There is a noir. There was at the art school. (laughs) She only has like, it's only like a five second story, but hers is completely like German art house film. Oh, black and white. Hot damn. Um, There's a musical episode. There is a so it's like Fast a, and Furious type the episode. The Fast and Furious episode was the best yes, one, I thought. Yeah. It was just so funny. So it's like Vantage Point kind of where like everyone has like their own point of yeah. view and, and like yeah. story Even that they tell it. Tiffany Haddish says, you're all the stars of your own story, so I want to hear each individual Ooh. story. And, each, and even though they're all these different genres, you kind of get pieces of what happened that night from the high each, school reunion yeah. on. Uh, including one guy, Walt, poor Walt. I know, um, poor guy. He gave the backstory of some of an incident that actually happened back in high school. So you could actually get the flashback. You get context. Years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, and that was smart because he's the guy who's kind of left out of the group all the time. But with his episode, he was always in the background because he was retelling the story and he could only tell the events of the yeah. things that he was saw. He, was so. he friends with everyone? Is that why he's yeah. kind of part friend, of all the uh, things? I'd say more acquaintances because yeah. his whole thing was like he was always left out. Nobody even like, he remembered was, his name. He was there. but He, he was just there, gotcha. but he like, wasn't. He yeah. threw a house party in high school that they reference. Like his backstory is all this, this high school party. Nobody knew that he was the host of the party. Like, that's how left out of the group he was. He invited everybody to a house party, but nobody knew that he was the host of it. So he was just kind of there? Yeah, he was kind of the background guy. Yeah. Um, there's... Uh, and so my two favorite episodes was the Fast and the Furious one, which yep. just because uh, the star of that one was Ike Barinholtz. That right. guy is fucking hilarious. Yep. And then uh, the second one was the Tiffany Haddish episode because it was unlike yeah. any episode prior. And it was like almost like a one-off. You could watch it. Without having known anything else about the series. Okay. And it could be a standalone episode. Yeah. And now, it was necessary, too. And it was necessary. It, it was, was the a, first one that she, the first case that she was trying to investigate. And now, it was the catalyst that helped solve the, the mystery. Is Tiffany Haddish character part of the high school reunion? Or no. She, no, no. She's just okay. a she's just LA detective. detective. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's a fucking good series. I also liked. God damn it, I can't think of her. She's from Broad City. Is on the Plex? Oh, yeah. Well, that she had the thriller episode. That was yeah, the noir loved, episode. Yeah, right? I love the thriller yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is on the Plex? All on the Plex. All right. Yeah. Or for you Apple folk, it's on Apple TV. Apple TV, TV yeah. And yeah. it's it's a straight eight episodes start to finish that's nice. And they're they very could bingeable. Do a it's twenty two episodes, uh, twenty two minutes a piece. Yeah. Oh. So nice. it's not like you're sitting yeah. through like an hour long episode. Which it's I like, kinda liked about Ted Lasso that they were like Maybe half hour, yeah, except for some of the more important ones, were like thirty-five to forty the minutes. The season enders were like forty-five. Yeah, Ted Lasso was Apple, right? Is yeah, that, yeah, okay, it's yeah. A great. Show. So great. really, really good show. Yeah, yeah. I don't right know if, from the Midwest. If, yeah, if yeah. you guys know, but throughout the episodes, they had little hints of uh, song titles or references or mm-hmm. any of that, and always at the end of each episode, whatever was kind of mentioned in the episode. 
for a song or an artist or whatever, close the episode. Oh, yeah. It was most prevalent in the She's a Rainbow. Yeah. Because it was um, Higgins' ringtone. And, of course, it was a romantic comedy episode. And I noticed it in the very first episode. They yep. mentioned some artist, some UK artist, just out of the blue, like in conversation. And it closed the episode with said artist. Yep. I was like, you sneaky fucks. Well, that's, <laughs> and then that's the second Bill episode, Lawrence. Yeah. He, he likes to do a hook. Like yeah. with Scrubs, it was Zach Braff whoa, having whoa, whoa, the whoa. fantasy. It's the guy who made Scrubs? Yeah. Scrubs Holy and Cougar Town. Yeah. fuck. Yep. Zach Braff even um, directed sure a couple episodes. Yeah, Zach Braff shows up? Uh, he directs. He directs. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Um, I blew right through it. It's amazing. It's show it's good stuff. The accent, It's though, not really poignant stuff no, either. No, the accent like, was Shit's a Creek little became like, popular because it wasn't really poignant stuff. It was yeah. just this selfish family who you learn to love over the time. Right. It was um, kind of like Seinfeld. Yeah. Like, there wasn't any point. It was it just, just kind of uh, like... It was on TV. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's your standard fish-out-of-water comedy. So, d- same idea with Ted Lasso? There's no... It's not, like, poignant? It's more just like it's There's a- some... Like, season two kind of delves into why Ted Lasso, as a U.S. coach who's brought over to coach soccer, uh, is perpetually optimistic. Always. That you realize it's somewhat of a facade, and you kind of get into sort of his Backstory. psychological... The way he does yeah, things. Yeah. Even, yeah. like, his coaching scheme is the same as his background of like how he goes through life is how he coaches. Yeah. He, he found a method that worked yeah. right. And he stuck with oh, it. Yeah. And it's, they do it brilliantly because in the very first episode of season two, they, the team brings in a psychologist because one of the players is having a really hard time getting over something <laughs> that happened in the first episode. Football is life. And that yeah. gave Ted Lasso the opportunity to talk to her. Uh, Although she's tried on multiple occasions yeah. to talk to him, and he always puts the wall up, and then finally he starts. To, he he bees oh, okay. he Ted Lasso. Like, oh, all right. As a character, but you don't find out Ted Lasso until like the end of season two. Okay, so he's Ted Lasso, like that southern kind of like midwestern the, the charm, yeah. the gimmick metaphors, like oh yeah, man, you're yeah, hotter yeah. than a pig in blankets and and hot shit. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, weird things that you wouldn't think of. That he just puts in a sentence. And yeah, Hannah yeah, yeah. Waddingham is my favorite. The uh, Rebecca, the team owner, she is just yeah. she's the uh, shame nun from. She's that good. Okay, shame. Yeah. Oh shame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. the woman who owns the team because uh, she went through a very bitter divorce with her husband, and okay. she got it. Also, the, the divorce. Proceedings. She got the football club. Yeah, and this we talked about this before. It's kind of like Major League. She's a trying to bit. destroy the team. That's right. So Actually, yeah, now that we're talking she's about, a yeah, lovable that villain. Now. She like tries to destroy the team and then realizes that she wants to keep the team. Yeah, kind of thing. It's very much like a seesaw thing. Like something will happen. And she wants to destroy yeah. the team, and then she becomes lovable, and she likes the team, and she likes Ted Lasso, and then something else happens that destroys her confidence. Now she wants to get rid of it. Yeah, it goes back and forth. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah, 30 minutes. Four, 30 minute episodes? 30 minutes. Yeah. Very crushable. The, the end episodes, like the end season ones, yeah. are probably like 40, 45. Yeah, Other yeah. than that, they're like 30. Did you realize what they did in season two with the very first scene of the very first shot of season two and the very last shot of season two were the same character? Yeah. I did. Like, I had to watch the second time around to realize, oh, that's why they focused on I think because the way I watched it, it was just kind of all in one. Yeah. So it was fresh in my memory. Yeah. Um, building him up to be the villain yeah. though, for the next season. Oh like, yeah, working with the ex-husband. Oh uh, yeah, or Nathan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The new football club, whatever he, the ex-husband mm-hmm. had bought, and that's the Anthony Stewart head character. 
Oh shit, Giles from Buffy. Oh, he's such a dirtbag. Yeah. Damn, big d bag. Yeah. Oh, really? And now you know why Rebecca. Like every time he shows up and Rebecca wants to destroy the club, it's because of something he says. And he's the catalyst. Slimy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or it does. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't watched it yet. It's been nominated for a ton mm-hmm. of awards. It just, I mean, I think it just escaped me. Oh man. Yeah. Like, so I, I didn't watch it until he had mentioned it after um, our top movies. We had gone through like just a a recommendation of TV shows and like what our go-to TV shows are to mm-hmm. kill time. And he had mentioned Ted Lasso. I was like, ah, I'm going to check this out. What did you think of the uh, Coach Beard episode? I Have love you, Coach Beard. The whole, the the one that's all yeah, him. I love Coach Beard. Okay. I liked it. I It was <laughs> out of the ordinary for that show because it's sort of like an existential episode about one side character and the night that he's having. and Oh, I was like, he has a great night. It wasn't a really great night, but it had a great ending because yeah. he got the even, shit kicked out of him at one point. Yeah, but the three, like, side characters are not even side. They're, like, D characters. That Supporting you, characters. Yeah, yeah, that you see just throughout each episode because they're the, the super fans. Yeah. They had a major role in that episode. Yep. Which was phenomenal. And last Emmys, I think it was... I think it was Jason Sudeikis, it was Beard, Higgins, Nate, and Roy. Jason Sudeikis went up for lead, and then the four others yeah. were all nominated for Best Supporting. Supporting which and is then, crazy. Uh, Rebecca and Keely Actress. were both nominated for like So that's your entire main cast was all nominated. And so the last time we saw that was Schitt's Creek with yeah. all four leads right. getting nominated. So, so you had seven characters nominated. Yeah. One main and six supporting. It's a feel-good show. I almost feel like watching it now, it would be like past the hype and I'll have that Blair Witch effect where it's like you see Blair Witch after the hype and it doesn't hit the same way. Yeah, you build it up too much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not over. Oh, that's true. The yeah. writing is actually really good. It's ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bill on, Lawrence so. on the writing staff that like you know creating the show or whatever that is promising. It's because yeah. that guy's really good. Well yeah, and Roy well, Kent, the actor who plays Roy Kent, is also a writer on the show because he's a comedian, a stand-up comedian. But he plays this gruff, older soccer player who <laughs> swears all the time oh, in front of his seven-year-old niece who looks up to him. So she starts getting in trouble at school because she starts swearing. It's great. Yeah. It and, does sound great. And like old English, too. Yeah. So like no fucks given. Right. So it, it takes place over there, though, right? In England. Yeah. 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 All right. Hit me good, sir. What do you need? Yeah, I'm surprised. Soda. Whatever. Cola. Yeah, surprise me. Well, let's give him the green one. Give him, give him the, the green one. Yeah, there's two of these. <laughs> Crack it open. I think Nikolai Volkov just walked in. I thought it was. I was like, whoa, <laughs> wait a second. Uh, it's Friendly weird. This place is like, there's a lot of companies that are, where are you going? Oh, boy. <laughs> there's a lot of new companies in here. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's, you know, this is the, the part about working in a, uh, a shared work, work environment. Yeah, a work bar. Yeah, there's like always new we should, rolling through. We should specify we're not in WeWork. We're not in WeWork. <laughs> we're not in WeWork. work bar. Yeah. <laughs> I got to watch that. Is it a movie or document or uh, miniseries? There's, well, there's, there's both right now. Okay. The one it's, with uh, Jared Leto and Anne can, Hathaway. Can I just talk about the glut of TV shows based upon real events? Oh, yeah. The Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, Uber One. There's an Uber One. There is the fucking peacock. Take- Hannah, isn't that based on real events? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But um, fucking peacock takes the Joe Exotic miniseries, which we loved and we all consumed at one point, and made it into a this fictionalized TV one. movie. Yeah, it's well, it's not. So you should probably just watch the 
fiction one yeah. instead of the actual that, one. With Kate McKinnon. It doesn't and, uh, tickle my fancy, either of them. John Cameron Mitchell. I'm like, why did, we've seen all of this in the Netflix. Right. Why do we need to see this other one? Right. Because it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Although, so, you know. And you um, have to kind of capitalize on the market. Oh, yeah. It's there. The, uh, the zeitgeist. The, well, so there's like the Elizabeth Holmes HBO documentary. Mm-hmm. And then they just did the TV show with Amanda Seyfried. And because she's one of my favorite faves, I had to watch that. Um, and But I was like, well, why do I need this? Yeah. Because there's a really good, concise documentary about it. But I was surprised in watching it that I was hooked in. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is actually not that bad. They're expanding upon the story. Is that- They're humanizing her to so make her good. a villain. Is it worthable? Worth watching. So right. if you liked Halt and Catch Fire, I highly recommend it. Because First it's a two lot about I did. I, well, right, yeah, but it's a lot of that same vibe of like, oh, we're in a lab, we're trying to innovate with this technology, and there's trials and tribulations and failures and COVID. You know. COVID. <laughs> so Resident Evil. Oh, that's a little bit. All right, yeah, the T virus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay. but like you know, I mean, if you know the true story of what happens, yeah. like watching that her right. spin out is like kind of intriguing too. You know, okay. So, but it's also Amanda Seyfried. I was going to say, that's the only reason why I'd watch it. That's the only reason why. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the original, the actual Elizabeth Holmes yeah. is a little weird. Yeah. She looks like a cat. Man. Which is kind of scary. You know, you got to spice it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she speaks with a sometimes deep voice. Gotta, sometimes you got to date crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or sometimes. most times. Or most times. I've been know. there. <laughs> I Done have. that. <laughs> we all have. We all have, sir. Wait, do, doesn't that circle back around where we first said where this would be like an episode That's of a good episode, Yeah. <laughs> so actually, to compare notes I, from that, previous I know what statement. I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the man is just setting it up. Um, you had practice before. That was January 23rd. Was my last point of contact. Really? POCs for, for uh, my last POC was when we went to the OG. And no, uh, I'm talking about this is for Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. got it. Yeah. Okay, so and mine was February 27th. Yeah, my last. Okay, so it's a, oh, so, and he was saying not good then? Yeah. Okay, so maybe he's due for a touch base. Eh, yeah. Not on my list. Not on my list? <laughs> you wrote him off? I never had his phone number. Oh, oh, then you don't have to really worry about yeah. it. Yeah. The only time I saw him is when we had, like, group things and I was invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're, you're lucky. You're on the outskirts. I think me and Chris were too close to the fire on that one. I was always on the outskirts. <laughs> yep. Always. Yep. I was on the outside looking in at everyone just kind of doing things. And so I was like, what about me? To, to what extent are, are the obligations of an individual you met through a relationship that you're no longer in? You. <laughs> no, 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 I'm asking for me. I'm asking for me. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you, you. You have me and you have Chris. <laughs> I have you too, and mm-hmm. I'm very glad. Uh, but I mean, like, like so in the in the circumstances of this individual. Yeah. Uh, no, I have no contact whatsoever, to be honest. So do you find that lucky or not? I... I mean, I guess I guess my real question is the burden of maintaining relationships and acquaintances. I had no burden once I met you. Is it a burden? <laughs> Bro, once I met you, right? And I had told her, too. I was like, if you guys ever break up, <laughs> it's not you. <laughs> it's not you. <laughs> like, it's not you. There's a side, and it's not you. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's all like it is. And that's how it that's was. That's hilarious. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not to, you know, bring you guys as as to the, 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 the specific point, but 
you know, you're the best thing that came out of the relationship. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, no, I, I pulled no punches. With but that. Uh, all right, so not to use. But you know, in fairness, you're the best thing that people, came out of that too. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Actually, most times I talked to her was. <laughs> yeah, you just cut out the middleman. Yeah, just... <laughs> cut it out. Um, Wholesale, baby. But just in general, <laughs> in general, to what extent do you maintain contact on an acquaintance or in a relationship or possible friendships? I got a big zero. Yeah, you cut and run, don't you? Yeah. But always, like in every scenario, I'm not talking about specific people. Um, because, uh, you know, I, I just to serve I love Steve. He's yeah. a man. Um, you know, hung over them a bunch. So, you know, I definitely would want to, you know, yeah. be well, there for him if he needs it. But well, that aside, when you have an acquaintance through a former acquaintance, what's the extent for you there? Uh, I have a big old goose egg. Uh, mainly, I think, just because most of my exes never really had friends. Oh, okay. They had like a couple and that was it. But we always kind of just hung out with my friends mm-hmm. right, type of right. thing. Whereas if they did have friends, I just never liked them to start with. Right. Yep. So I'd never talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a big old goose egg. Goose egg for you. What were you? Uh, well, I'll just so yeah, Do you maintain any of the acquaintances from your ex-relationships? Uh, only if something's going on with him, they'll reach out and say, hey, did you hear what's going on? And right. like over the summer when he was committed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. But that's because he was reaching out to all of us, and then all of a sudden I got joined into a text but, chain because one friend still had my phone number, and like I'm sitting here watching my phone blow up. Like, right. what, what do we do? What's supposed to happen? I'm like, I, right. But otherwise, like, those exterior I'm in Massachusetts. People, you're all up in New Hampshire. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like as long as it's in the best interest to his well being, I don't. Yeah. If he is committed, then it's probably because there's a reason for it to happen. And right. And yeah. mine was never in like a same group thing either it was always like a some random like possibility or group yeah right. like i've met someone through a friend of mine type of thing so i don't consider that because i dated that f- friend or not the friend but her friend because i was friends with her so she just introduced us right where i still talk to that friend but i don't talk to the ex oh okay so i don't i don't consider that one because i was already friends with the girl Prior. Like prior, and she just introduced us type of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it didn't work out type of thing. And it'd be like saying, I don't hang out or don't talk to Luke. Yeah. Who facilitated everything yeah, yeah. in my prior so, relationship. Since Luke, who canceled Friday, by the way. Who did, Oh, really? <laughs> so if I you, knew it. I knew it because yeah. I was talking to him outside of the, the main text conversation. Yeah. He's like, if I show up Friday, I'm like, you motherfucker, you're, gonna, <laughs> you're not going to show up. Yeah, so, so he was out on the beginning yeah. already. So you were friends with Luke before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So well, and, well he was an acquaintance through conventions. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But you still were of because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this girl. Was, although I haven't talked yeah. to him directly in a while. Like, uh, you know, I would. Also, consider- I, I just realized it's probably a different Luke that we're talking about. Or is it my from Logic's Luke? Yeah, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that Luke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of my situation. It was like, it was an acquaintance from something. We just kind of became friends, and then she introduced me to her friend. Right, right, right. Where I just kind of, that's all. Yeah, that was it. That was it. So are you guys getting heat over there? <laughs> so I'm like, are you freezing I'm, now? I'm starting to get really like chilly on this yeah, side. Yeah, are you freezing yeah. now? Hold on. Yeah. Let, me, let me fix the temperature on that one. 
Like, we, all, we need to, like, <laughs> Roger, you cold over there? I'm getting... It's just down a degree. It's 68. It literally, dropping a degree made that much of a yeah. difference. Yeah, big deals. I don't have anything else. Like, this is all I brought with me. I don't have anything else to put on. Boy, it's freezing over there. Yeah. I can cut diamonds. That's the, that's the other problem. <laughs> just this building, generally... Is that there's no consistent, like... Speak into the mic, John. <laughs> normally, 68 degrees would be comfortable. It's nice. But it's not a balanced 68 because right. it's like, okay, it hit 68. I'm going to stop the thing. And then, like, it, like, immediately starts to warm again. And then it now overcompensates. So, like, it's a cycle of nonsense. I like it. I like it a lot. I like, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I almost ran over uh, Luke at the Shaw's parking lot last week, too. Really? Yeah, it was. So him. you're seeing Luke more often than not. <laughs> it was him and uh, him and his girl, and uh, so he's still I, with his girl. Then, like I was, I was pulling out. Him. I, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't, Good you know, him. didn't almost run him over. Like he was crossing to go into the store, and I, of course, stopped the car and let him go. And then five minutes later, I sent him a message. I was like, "Was that you at Shaw's?" And he's like, "Was I wearing a hat?" I'm like. Fucking A, were you at Shaw's or not? (laughs) Doesn't matter if you were wearing a hat. The hats are relevant. Were you at Shaw's in Burlington five minutes ago? Maybe he was trying to evade authorities or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was. You know, if somebody asked me where I was, I would probably (laughs) reply with a question as well. Was I wearing a green shoe? (laughs) (laughs) Were my shoes shiny? Son of a bitch. Were you there or not? Did I have three other people with me? Oh, God. That's funny. How about you, Rod? Do you have any uh, contact with any of the uh, random acquaintances of exes? Yeah, so do you have you acquired any acquaintances through your exes that you still communicate with? You know, I think it's... Uh I think it's subjective, honestly. <laughs> it really is. That's it, a really great way to avert the question. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> that no, was my uh, plan. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it just all, all matters. It all matters with uh, the relationship itself. And How about with work? So take relationship off the table. Like, do you have work acquaintances that you still talk to? Yeah, on occasion. Okay. Not as much as I used to when I was working. At the particular studio. Yeah, yeah. Understandable. You know, you just kind of grow apart, so you just kind of move into Yeah, because you don't see each other every day kind of thing. So not like your friendship is more like, oh, hey, I'm going to this place. Do you want to kind of meet up kind of thing? Exactly. Yeah. There's probably two people from the studio in New York that I really keep in touch with. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, we kind of just kind of... So the work thing, I I definitely have that. Yeah. Uh, All my pretty much jobs, I had like a core group that I was just kind of always with. Yeah. That I would still talk to. There goes Nikolai just Nikolai. walking through the halls. <laughs> He's about to go invade in the Ukraine. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> He's got a rim shot. <laughs> oh. Oh. You're damn right. He comes prepared. <laughs> I do miss my laptop, though. Yeah, I know. But the. Like Thirty-seven thousand sound drops that I had. Ton. It was just. Oh easy. wait, is that the laptop dead? Apparently, sixty-four no. is not enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> sixty-four. We'll have to search for them now. Yeah, that's true. Whereas, like before, we need were... to get you an alternative soundboard. You can just plug in. I could... You just turn a dial, and yeah. you're just like, yeah. I could bang, bring my laptop sound clip. back. It's bang! Just... This sound clip. I just have to hook it back it's... up. I listened to this woman. She's um, progressive talk radio, and she's got like this. Basically, it's a button board, and. Yeah. She it's it's got to be 128 at least, and she just hits the button, and she knows exactly which one she needs to hit 
for everything. So it's like keyboards, learning yeah. to type on a keyboard, right? Once you know what sounds what, yeah. you're just like, bing, you Well, know. mine's like a screen. It has eight on the screen, but I have to find the screen. You have to yeah. find the screen. You just this need a straight-up board. Yeah. This one looks like it was pre-built for her, and it's all labeled under each one. Yeah. She just hits the button, it lights up, and it plays yeah. her sound. I, I would need so to, like, my buddy what, yeah. Sean, who's in a band, whenever he does loops for things, that's yeah. what he'll do is he'll have a, a panel that has several buttons, kind of yeah, like yeah. yours, with the, the bigger buttons yeah, there, but they're and he'll more just like assign to it. Sixty-four. Oh, the Russia. <laughs> do you do like you know vodka? This person? No, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Do you like vodka? In work bar, work works you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a slow. So play us your that. favorite sound. I think it was all of our favorites. (laughs) (laughs) You might have heard it already before. (laughs) (laughs) I I think mine's mine's what the hell. Like Wesley doesn't listen to this podcast, and I'm trying to explain to him that sound clip. (laughs) It's a woman orgasming, I think, and then there's a dog barking and then a fart. It's called bone bark fart. (laughs) (laughs) So when did you source that? When Tell we, us the story. When how'd we you, first started. Oh, all right. So when we had first started, uh, I had my friend Dan that Chris kind of replaced. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Chris is a better friend. I mean, I don't know. Well, Dan was going through some things, and uh, yeah, it was yeah, just sure. harder to just get together. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And we were going through just random sound drops, and. He started on one end and I started on the other and we kind of worked our way into the middle just finding random sound drops. Right. And he came across this one. He's like, you're never going to believe what I just found. And I was like, okay, well, now I have to top you. So I'm looking for things and looking for things. So then we're going through everything. And it's like, ha, I found this. And we start playing all the sound drops. And then he, he saves this one for last. And he plays it, and I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that wins everything. You found the Citizen Kane you found it. of it's Sound like Drops. Citizen Kane of Sound Drops. <laughs> you done did it. Um, I remember like just like having a folder of like... Yeah, you did. Yeah. Me <laughs> <laughs> Or, hold on. Yeah, they're all <laughs> fast times, aren't they? Well, some of them are. I mean, what is like, so in there? This? Let's get the show on the road. Let's get the show on the road. There was a, a when I went through them, I it's think it was still like no hundred bone bark fart though. Twenty. I'm trying to use the phone. <laughs> Apparently, the phone doesn't work as well as having it to mm-hmm. the soundboard, though. No, of course not. Because it's not an iPhone. Yeah, we tried doing that. Because it's not an iPhone. We tried doing that before. Where we all plugged into, we <laughs> no, all plugged into we, his board, and then yeah. we were all competing on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was ugly. <laughs> because I have a USB port, a audio jack, yeah. and a Bluetooth, so we each were plugged into something, and we were just going back and forth. Oh, jeez. That's an audio That's fact, traumatic. Jack. There was just three of us just pressing sound clips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a stellar episode. It's an ADD nightmare. And somehow it ended with just. I think that was the PBR night, too. We were drinking heavily. Yeah. And it ended with porn sound clips. Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Straight porn sound clips. Because like, there's a straight man buried in there somewhere. to fuck things up a little bit. (laughs) Went straight to the source. Hell yeah. Play. Top this, guys. (sighs) 
That's what she said. <laughs> the classic cola gets worse as the cherry depletes. Yeah. Up. <laughs> I don't know if you said my cherry bubbly. What's but that? I, you didn't stir it. I didn't stir it enough. That's the problem. But there's fizz. It should technically stir itself. And the other thing I'm very concerned about is that the cherry cola is a lot lighter than the classic cola, which is a lot darker. Sir. What the hell? <laughs> the uh, Chris, what the hell is the best? What the hell? What the hell? Because it sounds like Hank Hill. What the hell? Bobby? What the hell? Bobby? Bobby. That boy ain't right. Oh, that's such a good show. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. Can you fly, Bobby? Like uh, quoting not only RoboCop and Clarence Boddicker, but my good friend Rick, who, that's his catchphrase. Name dropper. You- <laughs> Can you fly, Bobby? Here's you, Rick. I'll drink to that. We actually yelled at Bobby that at uh, mm. Trificon because the guy we were next to was named Bobby. Yes. The guy next to us at the booth at Trificon. So if you're a Bobby out there and you meet us, you're in big trouble. Yep. <laughs> all you're going to hear all day is, Bobby! <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> I see you done that, did that deal, Bobby. Bobby. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> you make a sale, Bobby. <laughs> we harassed the shit Bobby out of that Boucher. poor guy. Bobby. <laughs> but he made a killing, man. Oh, yeah. I remember trying to figure out like that guy's deal the whole time. Like I was like, is he a kid? Is he an adult? Is he married? Is he gay? Is he straight? Like, what's this kid's fucking deal? I have no idea. He, he was clean shaved, straight baby face, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, you're either seventeen or you're thirty. <laughs> you're seventeen or you're forty seven. I don't. I can't tell. I don't know. You ask him questions and he just stares at you. Pretty much. No, seriously, that's what he did. That's really, like, like a fucking cult leader. Yeah. Like I try to sneak like, around. No fucking David Koresh. I just, I just remember Community where Jeff is trying to to uh, impress. Britta's ex-boyfriend who's the carny. Like, why am I trying to impress you? What is wrong? Turns out he had brain damage. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember Blade. that. Blade, the yeah. carnival worker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, Blade. Why am I trying to impress you? Because <laughs> he's missing the part of his brain that gives a shit. Yeah. Oh, this show's fucking yeah. fantastic. Yeah, Community is a great show. Oh, my God. I, One I of my favorites. Like One of my favorite go-tos. Yeah. Down. I feel like uh, since I haven't been watching shows like Community much, um, I feel like I'm not as inspired. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a certain thing between shows like 30 Rock and Community where I revisit more frequently than yep. I do now currently just because of the amount of sheer shit I have on my plate. But uh, uh, like, I feel less inspired, and I think a lot of it was because that type of programming spoke to me directly. Yep. And, and you already knew what was going on, so you didn't have to like... Focus. Pay close attention. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Love that absurdist humor. <laughs> you know, that Tina Fey absurdist humor. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I did start um, Saved by the Bell reboot. Okay, so the first season, terrible. Yeah, I thought. Kinda. Yeah. The second season, much better. I don't know if you got to the second uh, season. Halfway through right now. Second uh, season? Second season, yeah. Are, do you find that the second season's way more enjoyable? A little bit, yeah. Do you, how far into the second season are you? Uh, Just name a quick event of what's happening so I'll get a frame of reference because I don't want to spoil anything. The uh, helpline, the teen helpline, which I think is only like And the main chick has the boyfriend, right? Yeah. Okay, do you know about the boyfriend yet or no? No. Okay, I'm not going to say I know the main chick was the terror kid from Glee. He transitioned. I never saw Glee, so I couldn't tell you. Well, in in Glee, he was like this 
four foot eleven terror and then transitions into the hot bitchy girl. Oh yes. Yep. He's Josie. now right. Yep. She, she so is now. He was a he on Glee. Yep. But now it's a she on this. Yep. But that's so, they even make reference to it that she transitioned. Yeah, they're not a, they're not shy to talk no. about it for sure. No. Nope. But I didn't know that I thought that she was a she for a lot longer. I didn't know that it's as far back as Glee that yeah. she was a she. <laughs> This is fucking confusing. It's so confusing. So he's a he who's now a she. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I'd say and that. And she's a like, bitchy popular girl. But she also is a very, I'm trying to say this, is a very sensitive, convincing she. Mm-hmm. Does very that make so. sense? Oh, yeah. Sensitive. So would you do he? <laughs> no. That was a very confusing no. It was a confusing no. <laughs> yeah. you, uh, sure. No, because even though she's, like, she's the hot bitchy girl, still not my type. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea what the reference is, so I can't speak. Yeah. I do like that Mac is not the lead character in this show. That uh, Zach Morris's kid is not the lead. It's... Spoiler. It's, sorry. Yeah, it's not really a spoiler. That's not really a spoiler, <laughs> though. He features prominently in the series, but it's really about these lower income kids who get transferred to Bayside because Governor Zach closed the lower income schools that they were attending. So they were forced to go yeah, to those higher. And every episode they make fun of something that happened in the previous series. Like at one point, Zach Morris's kid is like, oh, you need help studying? I've got these pills. And then Jesse shows up and slaps him out of his hands and she says, no caffeine pills. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I stole a prescription pad for caffeine pills. Like, That's a reference. Yeah. That is a reference from the original yeah. series. I'm very yeah, because she's a guy. Are you confused? I'm very confused. Series. That makes sense. Are you confused? Uh, I mean, from a distance, you can't you wouldn't really do tell. That? You need to be up close. I'm, I'm confused. Get up close. Give me this thing. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. I'm confused. No? No. Not my type. I don't know if that, but I'm, yeah, it's so, a hot so chick, though. It checks my box. I see for the a record, hot chick. For the record, John would fuck a guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I am saying I see a hot chick in this photo. It checks yeah. my boxes. Yeah, it, it checks a lot of boxes, but I'm it's still like, It's tan uh, and has dark hair. She's also, she plays a trans character on uh Look at them Mouse hoots. Too. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, well, those, those are fake. <laughs> That's dangerous. So, it's very dangerous. That's dangerous. So, I guess it would. So I don't let's, let's, this since topic. we're on this topic, <laughs> since we're, we're on this the, topic, the right office, now. hot or not? Yeah. Hillary Swank, hot or not? Since we're on this topic right now. Oh yeah, Roger coming in with the hot. <laughs> yeah. If it got to that point where she was in your bed, and you didn't know, I no. Would you? I'd say no because I'd feel betrayed. <laughs> I would feel betrayed, and a lot of my emotional connections come from trust, trust, and who the person is versus the physical aspect. The physical betrayed aspect by is, what though? What's that? Betrayed by what? Because she didn't say anything before, right? No, exactly. It's a what if it's not? What if it's to have honesty at the time? Like before that engage, that's like almost like the asking, like, are well, you this wearing is getting a serious? Or like, do you have a condom with you? Right? <laughs> Fuck that! Well, I never. What wear. if it's the full transition though? <laughs> what if it's the full transition? Like every like full transition, everything looks like everything it's... worked and looked. Then I would probably say okay. And she was honest with you about it. Too. I would say okay. Then I think I think at that point maybe still a guy. Yeah. What, what was that famous question asked? 
recently in the Senate hearing? <laughs> <laughs> Not to circle know. back or anything. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm again wildly confused there. You gotta open up your mind. <laughs> I gotta. I just open your mind. Open your mind. <laughs> My gym buddy is a trans man. I'd still do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure not. You're like a busboy. You do but anything like that wants. A very attractive, convincing female. He. He. Oh, FTM. went the other way around. Female to male. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, oh! All right. Wild card. <laughs> this is, if Wesley is listening, this is not a secret. Like we have oh. a gym date every Thursday, and uh, yeah, he's. Uh, he's I don't know, man. I'd be confused. I'm confused. I know. I'm with Brian. I'm just confused. Get open up like, your mind. I guess. I guess I'd have to be in the situation. That's what it is. You have yeah. to be in the situation. And like, I would have to know all the facts. I'd like to think I'm progressive enough not to be a dick, igno- a dick, a dick, See, or like, ignorant. But I also know how I feel. I would need to. Uh, and some, I yeah. Don't like the male plumbing. Well, no, see, when so, you talk about betrayal, you sound more like you would definitely not with a drag queen. Like, if a drag queen who still has every functioning organ of a male tries to deceive you. But Josie is somebody who has transitioned, so these are obviously implants, but probably had the bottom surgery, too, so there's nothing there that would be representative of a male. Right. So And I the Adam's guess... apple. I'm sure the Adam's apple is still there. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, they can shave that down. They can shave that down. Still, like, like, how do you do As that? We all grab oh, our throats yeah. and our nuts. I like oh. choked a little bit. Um, I'd like to think that I'm progressive enough to not, you know, segregate, like the insurance but, or. But, <laughs> um, we got I, flow. I we think, got flow. I, and I've said this before: is that I think my thing is that I'm attracted to pretty women. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It looks like a pretty woman, and it has all the plumbing of a pretty woman. <laughs> you base your scores okay. on pretty women, your movie I scores. Guess. Until you prune back the bush. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> and he found Mr. Winky. <laughs> Einhorn is a man. What the hell? Einhorn <laughs> is a man. What the hell is Einhorn? Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> She's, and Sean Young was great looking yeah. in that movie, too. Yep. <laughs> well, we just breached weird shit. <laughs> we just offended Hold on. multiple. Yeah, we just offended groups. multiple people. Big apologies. It's a hard no. Actually, so I uh it's a hard no for you, of course. It is a hard no. Full transparency up front. Oh yeah, I guess I would need full transparency. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I get deceived right off the bat, then shame on me. Yeah. I'd say so. I will never. <laughs> never ever. Never ever. It's Although enough. I am friends with transgender people. Yes. Well, what if she Agreed. is up front with you? In what sense? That she's been through a transition, that she was once a male. <laughs> Full transparency. And she's gone through uh, the entire nuts and bolts. <laughs> All the nuts have been changed. From, the nuts and bolts are gone. Yeah, the bolts have been changed to nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and then the nuts have been removed and entirely. She can't get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus. That's a bonus. No condoms. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'd still say no. Okay, I can't. I'm just, I'm just a pure, pure bread. Got it. Has to come out the womb as a female. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's a natural, all natural. Yeah, I'm open minded with the trans men, but I love you know, I love bonus hole. (laughs) I was was about to say like, like so, (laughs) so you you would go, you would hook up with a trans man. 
who has like a solid bajine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if top surgery was done. Right. Uh, We've had this conversation, but I think I cut it because of yeah, probably. the tangent we went on. The no, danger, the danger of the line a, we were I walking. think you and I had a separate conversation while this one was uh, fighting with the customer next door. Oh. We didn't record it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a terrible time too. Yep. That guy was so fucking mad on the phone with me. If it's the he em- was so mad at me. <laughs> like I'm trying to bring the medical jargon into this. If it's in a large clitoris to make it dick. look like it's a dick. Yes. But it's only like, mm. um, but there's still a slit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More holes. I wonder what Jim Norton would say. <laughs> Tinkle drinker. He'd yeah. love it. He'd love it. Well, he was never a boss. He lost he just needs too. a He just needs a wig, and he's okay. Yep. I love it. Like, when it used to be AOL Instant Messenger, I'm pretty sure his screen name was Tinkle Drinker 69 or something. <laughs> For God, real. I miss Opie and Anthony. I do miss Opie and Anthony. Yeah. That's like a bygone era that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Every once in a while, if I need a good laugh, I'll find them on YouTube, some of their old shows. Especially the ones where they fought relentlessly when like Opie and Anthony were not fans of each other. Oh my God. I was like, I love Listening the to that stuff is actually really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like... Like they hated each other after a while. Like you can't even fathom because they were so like tightly together. Yeah. You couldn't fathom that they weren't friends at least. Yeah. AAF. They were friends. Right. But that's because the girlfriends they were liked each other. Boys. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I wonder how much, and that makes me think because I, so one of the things that I've meant, like I mentioned before, uh, uh, like the Boston's broke up and that, Tears me apart because I love the Boston's. They were institutions. When was this? Um, like yesterday like or 20 six years months ago? ago, max. No, okay. this was like three months ago. I'm saying on threshold basis. Oh, like oh, right, 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 max. right, right. Yeah. So, well, anyways, they, they broke up, but then you, you know, you try to find out why, right? Like, what was the, you know, what are the reports? What is it, you know, the, the you know, in Rolling Stones or the Rolling Stone magazine, rather, um, mentioned that. There was um, some political differences differences mm-hmm. amongst some of the people in the band. Did Dickie Barrett show up at January six? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he did contribute I guess to. He a, did. <laughs> I guess he did sort of because he contributed to like a song or something that was oh, that was like associated to that yeah. or something. The one that still gets me is Jay Johnson from uh, Bob's Burgers and Arrested Development was there. The actor and comedian was there. Yeah, what he got fired from Bob's Burgers as uh, Jimmy Pesto. Wait, wait, so wait, Jake. Wait, is that the guy from New Girl? No, that's Jack, Jake Johnson. This is Jay. Oh, Jay. He's Johnson. the tall guy with the mustache. Used to be on uh, Mr. Show with Bob and David. He was one of the oh, cops in yeah, Arrested yeah, Development, yeah, yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. the voice of Jimmy Pesto. Was there? There's photos of him. Got fired. What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> so wait, I was being shitty, basically, but Dickie Barrett contributed to the insurrection? He, no, he contributed to some song. So what? That was like, I guess, part of it, exactly. and a lot of like people yeah. got really offended by that. And then, but I, I guess so... Yeah, was it knock on wood? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But so I guess... Uh, but I don't know. Like, so I guess that tore the helped tear the band apart. Oh, well. It could also have been vaccine-related, too. You know, oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you have to think about that. When you're in a situation when you're in a band and you are working closely with several people and maybe one person doesn't want to get a vaccine shot, 
that might change the opinion of everybody else, right? Yeah. So well, that's- aside from the fact that you could be putting other people at risk, the thing is venues who support the vaccine and getting you know oh, getting so the vaccination. Hundred uh, percent, I could vouch for that. Just being a a wedding DJ, where yeah, it's like, your band will not be invited to that venue. Yeah, plain and which, simple, you which, will not make the money because one member of your band and if you're a tight-knit band you'll want to stick together but right. that one person could say yeah. uh sorry they're not vaccinated they don't have a vaccine card we're not going to let you play right yeah, yeah. so i've had certain venues yep. where they won't allow but how much of that at this point is like we're keeping people safe versus just political regulation in place for the sake of whatever. Right now, it's probably more of the political side. Where oh, yeah. it's like because you have a, a year, maybe two years ago, they were like, if you're not vaccinated, you... I mean, yeah, can, two years ago, yeah. we were washing our groceries. Yeah, but. you can't get in this building. Wait, so, are you saying you don't wash your groceries? Not as thoroughly. <laughs> no, not just a light He's rub. Light, yeah, light rub. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you rub that <laughs> rhubarb yet? <laughs> now I just put a drop of Dawn on it. and I want rhubarb. you to rub that cucumber slow. <laughs> nice and slow. <laughs> well, dreaming of Josie Tota. <laughs> Makes me want to have a hot dog real bad. <laughs> real bad. <laughs> oh. What were you saying? I don't even so, know. Don't we're know. talking about uh, that he still can't. Uh, there's still venues that still require that, right? Yeah. Right. Wedding venues. Oh, you, God. And if it's not the venue itself, it's the wedding couple. I've had that. Whereas the wedding couple won't book a DJ or a venue if they allow non-vaccinated people. Well, mm. in that circumstance, you also have to feel like you're putting a bunch of elderly people in a room to celebrate a wedding. Yep. There, that's a lot of risks there, right? Possibly. But the wedding I did yesterday and the one two weeks ago... Together, there was probably like four or five. Wow. Mm. So, mm. I don't, I don't know. It's just strange, strange though, because then you bit. see, you, so you see some people getting reprimanded for not getting vaccines and not wearing masks. And again, I'm all stating this outside of my own personal beliefs. But you see some people, you know, that 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 are getting segregated. And you see some people like celebrities or whatever that are gathering, not wearing masks, being photographed, and then that's okay. Right? Weird times. Weird times. Rules for thee, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Mic drop. Wait, no, that's Brian's mic. Don't drop. (laughs) That's your next sound bite. I I didn't have a mic drop, so I just said boom. (laughs) You do rank, wreck and scratch. That works too. Or car crash. You have a car crash? I did on the or, laptop I had on. Or a Joe Rogan soundbite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have this. <laughs> and that makes it all yeah. worthwhile. Yeah. Like at this point, I just don't give a shit. If, I, if I'm required to wear a mask, fine. But Right. I would prefer not to, are, but I will wear it. Yeah, we're at a time again where requirements are relaxed. I'm if I'm going grocery shopping, I probably won't wear one. Speaking of, I won't judge you if you do. Yeah, required mask. Agreed. I now feel like the weird person walking into a place, and I'm the only one wearing a mask. Yep, I feel really weird doing that now, but I won't not stop until you know we yeah, think yeah. we're everything's cool. The office basically allowed unvaccinated workers, and they separated them with a piece of white 
cardboard that kids draw on. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. So yeah. I've been clearly yeah. around people who have not been vaccinated. And I don't care. The uh, but you can identify them by the white cardboard. Like you didn't get your vaccine. Got so it. is that not then? It's a giant A. Yeah. Is that putting just a giant A? <laughs> it's like, it's That's like the, the red star. fucking mark yeah, on the door. It's like the star of David. Oh, yeah. Like, there you go. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon for a Nazi reference. This is for you. Not and and it's not even like cardboard. It's that horrible poster board, like that poster board. It's old fucking pizza boxes yeah. from Friday. It's <laughs> like grease and cheese no, stains. And that shit. would be better. That would be better. This is like the it stuff that's delicious in here. <laughs> it's it like fucking a stromboli up in this piece. No, this is the one that kids used to draw their school projects on. Yeah, <laughs> and they they taped it, so they went tape around the sides. So some executive. Well, if you have COVID, kid. then you can't smell it. So, <laughs> touche, touche. My man with the points. <laughs> yeah, these jamokes. So some executive had a kid who had uh, extra cardboard from a school project that didn't finish. He goes, "Don't worry, I got this." And no. stickers. And yeah, stickers. Sti- like so, fucking rainbows and unicorns no, on it. Seriously. And shit. So they ordered the fucking cardboard shit right from yeah. all the jamokes that you know had to wear the A, and then to. Make it or the big C, I guess, for coronavirus. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, it's a big C now. For all, yeah, it is. To, to make it, you know, more office friendly and to boost the morale, as they quoted, they gi- ordered giant uh, stickers that were company, whatever. It looked like their kind of logo. It's a bunch of bugs and birds. I don't know why. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. So they had a bunch of stickers. That were bugs that they put on random things, and then birds and just stupid animals. I would cite that I have an insect phobia, and then I would have to come down. Oh, when the girls are going around putting the stickers on, I was like, "Do not put any stickers on my board. This is ridiculous. This is not a great company I work for, but as long as they leave me the fuck alone, I'm happy." Yeah, right, right. Yep. I told them, "Fuck you." Yeah, that's probably another reason why they never offered me anything. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, well, I mean, that company aside, I just feel like it's almost like now we just have this tool to be able to play this card whenever we want, right? Play the, you know, play the card whenever we need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of thing, right? It reminds me of when Hogan went to WCW and part of his clause was that he could have the creative card. Yeah, do whatever he wanted. And then whenever they would present him with scripts. Yeah, throw them out. He'd be like, no, that doesn't work for me. But like he would say that like five minutes before airtime. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, this doesn't work for me, brother. Like, well, what does? <laughs> Not this. <laughs> you have five minutes to rewrite. Yeah, five minutes to ring time. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Ron Smackdown right now. Right. So, but he just I mean, does everything live. Right. Do, it live. <laughs> Do it on the night. Do it live. Do it live. <laughs> That hasn't changed, but I feel like that's that's kind of what the government's playing with right now. They're they're Hulk Hogan, having just signed with WCW, <laughs> going. I got creative control of oh, this. I got five minutes. That's uh, fine. <laughs> oh, we go live in four. Uh, no problem. No problem. I got this. I'll make it up as I go, brother. brother. <laughs> make it up, brother. <laughs> Hold on, let me sleep with your wife. <laughs> oh. Where's Bubble the Love Sponge? <laughs> oh, I love that gimmick. How can you be called Bubba the Love Sponge and not expect your wife to sleep with Hulk Hogan? Yep. <laughs> Classic. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Is he still, oh, is he still on the air? Bubba the Love Sponge? I have no idea. Oh, oh. Jesus. Another one from ONA and Stern. They used to reference him oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bubba the Love Sponge and Man Cow. Yeah. Yeah, these are all forgotten names, even, forgotten people. They even poked fun of that on uh, when Hogan went to TNA at that point. Uh, so I so, that's, I have no frame of reference so, to this, so please enlighten yeah, me on here. So all like the old, old school guys like from WCW, they left the WWE. They all kind of went to TNA, where TNA like was just kind of starting pause, to... Pause, 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 pause. So they all left WCW, right? Then got, WCW folded. Folded. They went, went to yeah. They went back to WWE. All the big guys went to WWE. Okay. Then all their contracts was kind of coming to an end. Okay. Kind of thing. And TNA was kind of catching some heat and kind of taking off with a bunch of young guys, kind of like AEW is now. Right. So a bunch of young guys just kind of put it on the map, and all these old WWE guys went to TNA at the time, which is now Impact. Which is now Impact, and it was. Good for like a good two years, but in that time frame, Hogan was there, and he brought his daughter Brooke into the thing. So was she actively wrestling, or she was she just a valet? But she was kind of a valet, okay, with a gimmick that they stole, Bubba the Love Sponge, because they took Bubba Ray Dudley, who was just known as as Bubba in Impact because of the whole name. who was formerly the Dudley brothers of ECW, ECW to WWE, yeah. Right, right, right. So he went to Impact, and they used Bubba Love Sponge, and they had a big, like, gimmick marriage thing. Was it actually Bubba Love Sponge, or was it Bubba Ray? It was, posing. Bubba, it was Bubba Ray, but posing the, as... The gimmick was he had married his Hogan's daughter, and the gimmick was Bubba the Love Sponge because he was with... Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So even Hogan poked fun at that. So light bulb went off in my head when he said Bubba the Love Sponge. Ah, oh, there you go. All right. Um... That's a funny situation with Hulk Hogan, too, though, right? For everything he did, first he was canceled, and then he was he had the same thing that happened to Pam and Tommy Lee happened to him, mm-hmm. and this time around, whereas they got squat. He got everything. He got everything. So he got canceled, bounced well, he back, got everything made even and, more money. I mean, he's yeah. a Florida dirtbag to begin with, so nobody <laughs> expected a whole lot And now Hulk he's Hogan. got a biopic with fucking Thor playing him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but Weird Al so, has Daniel Radcliffe, so <laughs> the universe is balanced. Harry Potter. The universe is balanced yeah. right now. Yeah, Thor's now Hulk and Harry is. <laughs> Wait, they got Chris? Harry. Couldn't yeah. they give him Liam? They, like, yeah. No. yeah, they couldn't give him like, Liam. Why Chris? No, they got fucking Chris Hemsworth. No. Give, yeah. oh, give them the one from Westworld. The yeah. other Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, younger, the younger one? Yeah. Luke? Like, like, like the third Wilson brother that nobody yeah. knows about? Yeah, that guy. It's not yeah, Patrick? <laughs> nope, no, Thor is now Hulk. God damn it. Oh. Actually, this was a topic a while ago. I had brought it up, Thor being Hulk. Yeah, but that's the other thing, too, is that movies like that don't get sequels. No, no, no. <laughs> and when's the last time you saw a biopic? I'm still waiting for private parts, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I mean, not a sequel He's been divorced wants. from his wife for like 20 years. We need to see an update yeah, of what's going on with Howard. Allison is at right yeah. now. Allison. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't. Th- I think there's only one biopic that comes to mind, and it's not even really technically a biopic that had a sequel, and that was Eddie and the Cruisers. Had Eddie and the Cruisers two? Wasn't Eddie and the Cruisers Electric Boogaloo? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Eddie and the Cruisers based on real events? I have no idea. Yeah, you lost me on this one. I don't know. 
I don't do biopics or docs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I guess then if it's based on real events as opposed to being a biopic, it's not a biopic. Yeah. It's not like you're, we're seeing, you know, Ray 2 and, you know, Jamie, uh, Jamie Fox, <laughs> you know, still playing piano better than ever. Can we get Bohemian Rhapsody 2? Is it too late? <laughs> do we get everything out of Freddie Mercury? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> you get after his death, <laughs> everything after, it's just Adam Lambert fucking filling in wherever he can. He's just looking down on him. <laughs> oh. Brian May just cashing it in, <laughs> cashing it in. Looking down on them. All right. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Good Dead silence. Dead silence. I was drinking, goddammit. Because we're all thinking of the sequels, like Rocket Man 2, because it ended with uh, Elton John's 80s career, but he's still living. I can't think of any one scenario where there was a movie based on a live person or real events that got a sequel. Nope. What's love got to do with it? That can't really get a sequel. No, uh, I don't watch them. So you don't she's watch basically them at retired all. anyway. I bet you you've seen a biopic that you didn't realize was a biopic. Well, You're like, it's a really great movie. So I've seen biopics, but not docs. I don't watch docs. No, 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 no these mean. are biopics. Biopic. Like, it, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. fictionalized movie yeah. based upon real events. I mean, so, really, Howard Stern's the only one that I could think of that played himself in uh, a biopic like that. Oh, like his life story. Right. I'm trying uh, to think of like true stories. Like I've seen Ray. But I have not uh, watched Ali. I've watched Ali. That but was I, a good one. I've not watched Rocket Man. I haven't. Rocket Man's good. It's. Uh, I haven't watched. Bohemian I think Rhapsody. it's the same director as the Kingsman franchise as well. So Matthew Vaughn did that. Yeah. Well, Are you shitting me? Well, that's why um, Tyler Egerton. Yeah, yeah, that kid. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm gonna have to watch that now. I haven't yeah. watched that. What good. the shit? It was good. Uh, it was completely so like I'm not crazy. Not that I'm not crazy about John Elton or whatever, like Elton John or whatever. But I did. <laughs> That's his goes other to show, persona. Goes to show how off my radar it is. But um, I know I like a good movie when there's a good movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, Could I'll, you say Bruce Lee since he played himself? But there wasn't like a sequel to Dragon the Bruce Lee story. No. You're right. Right? Oh, there was one. Being John Malfoy. was <laughs> <laughs> a biopic, right? Got to see some. But that never had a sequel, or did it? No, it did not. I'm just thinking of ones where they played themselves. Where that they was... played themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That was um, Charlie Kaufman's being John That's Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Oh, wait. Nicolas Cage is going to play himself in that's that new right. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that That's going to be awesome. When I went to go see the Batman. Oh, you saw. Oh, wait a minute. I want to go see the Batmans. The Batmans. Was it good? Did you see the Batmans? I liked the nope. Batman's. Was it good? I liked it. You it didn't was, like it. For I think it was too long for him. Way too long. How long was it? Three. Three hours. Flat. Yeah. Like ten minutes short of three hours. Jesus Christ. And it was that bad. Yeah. The climax happened at Madison Square Garden. Okay. And that's not a bad thing. No. I, I enjoyed How it. How was Patterson as Batman? Surprise like I was surprised. I was expecting like Romance comedy battens in. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't get that. I um, I have a healthy dose of really good Robert Pattinson movies. That isn't Twilight. That's like, only Good Time. The Lighthouse. That's, that's, that's your boy's movie. Yeah, Good Time is a great movie. That's, that's your boy's movie. Yeah, The Lighthouse was not a comedy. No, yeah. definitely not. Um, yeah, my only reference is Harry. That Cronenberg movie he did. I forget where he's in the back of a limousine. The that's Fly a pretty 2. good movie. What's that? So was it The Fly Two? Or- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like The Fly Two. Was it Cronenberg or was it? Yeah, it was Cronenberg. Remember, because Cronenberg stopped doing like horror movies. Yeah, he's doing like, like deeply thought dramas with Viggo Mortensen. 
He's like his favorite dude right now. Yep. Who is great. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen? He is he's good. Great. Top notch. He's good. I mean, they really should have stuck to the comic book when they made A History of Violence, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. But So the Batmans. I enjoyed it. Why? It uh, hit all my feels for the Arkham video game. A okay. lot of people have been saying that. A lot of people who were really down with the Batman video game, like meaning like they were cool with it and they loved it, Yeah, loved the Batman. Yeah, it's... Uh... From what my take is, do you ever play the Arkham series? Uh, maybe a long time ago. I haven't played video games in years. Oh, okay. Years. Which is a shame. You should pick up video games again. Years. So you should pick up video games again. For me, maybe. it was the in-between of the first one of Asylum and the second one of Arkham Knight. It was like the in-between, like kind of telling the story of how the Riddler became the main character in Arkham Knight, mm. where you get like a subtle hint of the Joker in the movie, whereas, like, you don't really touch on the Joker in Arkham Knight until the very end. That's, what, like, filled in the blanks for Asylum Tonight for me. And I enjoyed both, all the whole series, really. So it was more Arkham for me. Like, so for me, I, you know, I was expecting more of, like, this is going to be a... Oh, I wouldn't a comic book approach to Batman. I wouldn't. This was the, no and, expectations. Yeah. So, and you have to think like Batman's a character that started in comics, superseded comics, mm. became its own thing in the sense of people's perceptions yeah. and you know uh, uh, ideas of what Batman is, and you know every movie that's come out up until this one has played to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, uh, you know, there's the '80s Batman, which was like, like, like the way Richard Donner's Superman was, right? So they, that was that version of of Batman, and that, um, you know, and that played to the animated series at the time with the sequel. And then you got to uh, including Batman Forever. Which, you know, was like, okay, that's an adaption more of the people who knew the animated series. Because it was over the top, and it you know, kind of like played to the things of the animated series. And then you had the George Clooney one, which the was like, okay. Schumacher, uh, right, yeah. which, which is funny about that, because if you look at the Batman Forever, which is a lot, even though for as campy as it is, is also a lot darker in tone and taken a little bit more seriously than Batman and Robin, which he was like, I'm going to go full on sixties Batman camp in the confines of the movie series that I created. So where he was playing more towards the animated series and Batman forever, he went 60 series on Batman and Robin. And then when you look at that, that completely, um, covered Batman culturally in terms of everybody's perception of him up until that point, until Christopher Nolan stepped in and goes, well, wait, I want to make Batman as if Batman existed in real life. Yeah. And that I'd say is probably one of the best representations of if you were to take the concept of Batman and put it to a film, that's how it would go right and then now when you have Pattinson's Batman coming around I feel like like what you said what they're doing is they're taking the video games which haven't been represented in film and now giving 
even the, like the penguin because in the first game you don't see penguin at all. You just have references of penguin, right? Same and with, I think this is the best version of the penguin yeah. I've seen so far. Same with the Riddler. Like you don't get the actual Riddler in the first game. It's just like a side like quest if you want. If you're like a trophy person for video games, where you get like trophies if you find things and do things, then you get like, oh, here's a trophy. Good job for you. <laughs> Whereas, here's a cookie. Yeah, exactly. You've participated. Yeah. <laughs> so. In the Arkham series, Penguin is just, is just like a side quest kind of thing. Like it's a Joker riddle where you have to find Penguin somehow as like a, a question. It's like, oh, where's Penguin? And then you have to search the scene and kind of like put the picture together and figure out like placement wise kind of thing as a riddle as a Penguin. Whereas in the second Arkham series, you get penguin himself it's like an actual character you see penguin you have to deal with penguin and you go through the whole penguin scenario whereas the first one you just get like a riddle whereas in the the movie like i had mentioned it's the in-between whereas now you have penguin as kind of a side character but he's still a main boss whereas like they touch on falcone which you don't get in the game right so to that point, though, it's like they're drawing from like you know the the finer points of the game. Yeah, because you have to remember, like Batman's first appearance or in the early days, he was counted as the world's greatest detective. And and this one, they actually show him as a detective, not just the guy in a suit. Right. So, and that's the other thing too is that where. There's the detective angle where it's like problem solving. Yeah, very Arkham. Is from the games is portrayed more accurately in the movies. Yeah, hundred percent. In terms of in the Batman. Yeah. So then you have all those you know components coming into place. My biggest contention with it is that it's way too long. There's moments where they go on and on, much like this podcast, forever, <laughs> and there's no. It's it's not that it's drawing out the point, but it's like, yeah, it's needlessly long. There's some points where they could have cut and made it like two and a half, maybe a little over two. When you look at your watch more than yeah. once in a movie, you know there's something not right. Oh, I pissed halfway through, so I don't know. <laughs> so where so does it fall? So you missed a whole section of it. And like I said, a lot of it had to be with just as needlessly dragged on. So as far as where it drops in terms of... Against other Batman movies, yeah. I would obviously say The Dark Knight is... Dark like Knight's number one. Number yeah, one. Yeah, always. Because it was just such a great representation of the Joker. It was a great representation of Batman and the city of Gotham in peril. 100%. And... Um, the introduction of Two-Face. And the introduction of Two-Face, right. So, and for a movie that could, you know, jam a bunch of things in there, it did it all very well. Okay. Like So, this movie... The new one is supposed to be a take on the long Halloween. I was just going to mention it. And has, I was just going to say, so now you... I watched the animated version of long Halloween. Right. And me having read the comics, yeah. you were seeing the animated version. Yeah. Do you feel like it... 100%. You, uh, I was going to mention that. Okay. And then right after Arkham, it has that long Halloween feel along with the, a little bit of Arkham. Kind of, they just put them together. Yeah. Um, with the whole scenario with Falcone which is very long Halloween. Right. They put that in the Batman. Uh, there's a couple other things with like Catwoman. The Catwoman twist? The, yeah. 
that's very a long Halloween and also probably a little bit of let's make this the thing that we have to do to check the boxes. Yeah. And it's also like, okay, they're trying to like basically make a Batman for a younger generation. Oh, a thousand percent. You know what I mean? And now with HBO picking up the penguin as a, and Gotham PD spinoff series. Right. Oh, Gotham PD is official now. Yeah. So now you have Harvey and, What's All those people. The whole PD with that. Now you have Penguin with his series. And those were my favorite scenes of that mo- of the movie was when he was interacting with the police department. As the police department, not as like, a, hey, Jim Gordon, here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Jim Gordon representing the police working with Batman. It was the police. It was the police yeah. themselves. And Jim Gordon was the outlier in the sense that they didn't trust Batman or some did, some didn't. And that's, I think it's one torn. of the angles. Same, same with Arkham. Arkham's that same right. way. Like you come across in the, the storyline of the game, certain police officers in the game that don't trust Batman where they attack Batman. Right. And I think that's one of the like most interesting aspects in comics and vigilantes in comics. Well, even, even with the Punisher, like well, I love how, he, yeah. I like that too. Well, I love how in the Punisher, like you have all these cops who are like, oh, we love you. And they, you know, we wear your symbol. And he's like, no, you're nothing like me. Like you should stop people like me. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's the thing. Like, I, I love that because it's like, even like Batman, he's doing his own thing, but he's almost like being the best version of a cop. Yeah. And that's almost the resentment right there. Right. Yeah, and they, they hate Even it. though they, they, they say that, oh, he's a vigilante working outside of the law. He's actually doing the law better than the law itself. Yeah. And they right. Do, they don't like that. They don't like that a lot. Not at all. <laughs> but speaking of spinoffs, I'm super excited for Kite Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you seen the Harley Quinn animated show? No. Oh, oh that's like, so you, that's. First, for you, that would be required viewing because right. I feel like the Clayface, tone of humor. Clayface is, is your guy. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Just that. Clayface is an actor. Yeah. Got it. He, yeah. so, so like he's totally like Alan Tudyk plays Clayface. Oh, I love oh, Alan he's Tudyk. Fucking so, awesome in it. And Clay, he's awesome in it. Clayface is an aspiring actor, and because he's Clayface, he just comes up with different personas that he fits in the scenarios that just fail. So uh, Alan Tudyk. Definitely imagine an Alan improv Tudyk. actor trying to like put improv into like every aspect of his life. Yeah. yeah. And that's the Clayface character from the Harley Quinn animated show. Okay. And I love how they took just every Batman villain completely like removed the I'm a villain context of it <laughs> and just made them like these everyday like community like schlubs. Like deconstructed them. Yeah. Totally deconstructed right. them. Like King Shark is is, is a hacker. <laughs> King Shark is a hacker. Ow. Voiced by Ron Funches. As, okay. as yep. Ron Funches. Imagine Ron Funches' like adorable like lisp given <laughs> accent on King Shark. All right. It's hilarious. It's I'll catch it. This the Kaylee Coco one, right? Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. It's great. And, HBO uh, Max. And he, she hooks up with Poison Ivy, so it's like, yeah. Mm, you know. Check the box. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two hot broads getting together. Okay, HBO Max. Hell yeah. Is HBO Max. Okay. Or the Plexes. Or the Plexes. Or the Plexes. <laughs> for this guy. For that guy. <laughs> Hell yeah. For this asshole who pays for every streaming service. Why pay for it? I know. Why pay yeah, for see, it? See, I don't have the HBO pl- the Max, so I just count on the, the Plex. But I don't request anything. The only thing I, I actually requested 
was the flight attendant just because of my something showed up on Plex recently. Hard was on like, for. Did you put it out there because of, we talked about it? What? What was it? Gee, it was like one of the most recent ones that you added. I was like, oh, I just told Johnny I think I wanted this one. Uh, let's see, Plex. Uh, I don't remember. It was yeah, a the, movie. I think, the only request too. I've had I'm was dumping just whatever. I'm backlogging content. Yeah. So when I Murder free- on the Orient Express, which is like five years old, but I think oh, I mentioned that. Uh, yeah, and I yeah, hadn't yeah. seen before it. I go into the Nile one. I wanted to see that yeah. one. Right, right. It well, that fell was the same thing. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I saw Nile just released. Yeah. So I was like, well, I can't watch one without the other. Without the other, yeah. Right. So like, but I'm thank just, you. I wanted yeah. to see that you're, you're one. You're very welcome. But yeah, Kite Man. Hell yeah, you should watch it. Kite Man. <laughs> so right well, now, I still got to watch the Peacemaker too because I did oh, love. Dude. I love James Gunn's interpretation of the Suicide Squad. You've not watched Peacemaker yet. I haven't. Sorry, haven't either. You haven't watched Peacemaker. I'll tell you where my mind has been recently. I just watched all three uh, seasons of At Home with Amy Sedaris. Like, oh, okay, all right, I was in right. that kind of like I need that absurdist. Yeah, yeah, type. yeah. Peacemaker. I'm hearing is, John Cena was born for this role. Is the fucking funniest. I love John Cena. Most awesome superhero show. <laughs> that's not a superhero show <laughs> in fucking ages. All right. And like. It's totally community with John Cena as a superhero working in a covert team kind of thing. Like, and he's just this absurd, and he's got like his father who was played by um, T-1000, Robert Patrick. Yeah. Who's like this, like, like mega racist, like overlord that's pretty much subdued. So like, he's just kind of there being like a prick father that like, Oh, it's fucking great. And, like, the jokes work so well. Like, I'm going to spoil one joke right now real quick. Do like, it. <laughs> like, like they mentioned, like, he's got, like, a comically large dung. <laughs> and then and later on in the, in the first episode, he hooks up with a chick who's, like, screaming bloody murder. <laughs> so it's, like, that's such a good callback because it's, like, Cause he even made a point of, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I've hurt people. <laughs> and then she's just like screaming her brains out and it's just hilarious. You can't see me. Yeah. It's that peacemaker. And it's the show, you know, there's something about a show when you watch it and you can't skip the intro. Okay. Okay. That was misfits for me. Oh, the misfits show. Uh, UK so show. have you guys ever seen? I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's another recommendation. It's All on right. my Plex. I'll check you want that. To, Describe Misfits no, to no, them. No, you no, no, you do it because you said that. You just said that. No, no, you no. know a show's good it, when you can't good. skip an intro, the right? The intro's really that So good. what's, just give the quick log line of what Misfits is about. I don't really remember. All right, all right. So <laughs> I'll explain it for it's him. It's a good show. Misfits came out. It's a British show. It came out at the dawn of all the, you know, superheroes with powers stuff. Gotcha. So we're talking like. Umbrella Academy. And- way before. Okay. We're like late 2000s. So, like, 2007 to, like, 10 kind of era? So, like, the, all the CW shit. CW stuff. Yeah. Okay. But, like... Before that. Like, Did, yeah, before all that. kind like, of thing. It ended the Flash and Arrow, like, kind of, like, we're just beginning. Yep. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Misfits, basically, it's about a group of youths, like, criminal youths that think Breakfast Club almost. Mm-hmm. That, exactly. Yeah, that are reprimanded to community service that inadvertently gets caught in like this storm that comes through this city that inadvertently also gives a lot of people powers. Okay. So they all get powers and then it's like, Oh, character of the week 
who has a power so that they have to kind of deal with. It's like, a better Thunder Force. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I never saw Thunder Force. Dishonorable don't. mention from don't. 2021. That's Melissa McCarthy, yeah, right? Yeah. That was on yeah. both our dishonorable mentions. So yep. Don't watch that. Yeah. You know, I had to convince somebody really hard last night to watch The Heat. I love the heat. The heat is, I'm telling you, Paul Feig directed <laughs> Melissa McCarthy movies. Great. Ben Falcone, her husband, directed awful. Awful. Fucking uh, Tammy. Yeah. Think Tammy because he directed that. Well, that was the problem. Was yep. that like, he was like, he's like, I hate Tammy. I hate that. It was like, no, no, yep. trust me. Paul Feig directed Ghostbusters. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, except <laughs> for Ghostbusters. I'm waiting for that one. <laughs> Asterix, Ghostbusters. Paul Feig directed that, and it was wonderful. Ghostbusters? It was phenom- It was the best Ghostbusters film ever. Have you seen Afterlife, sir? <laughs> no, he has not. Best Ghostbusters film ever. No. Watch Afterlife and try to fucking tell <laughs> I me just that. To do that too. <laughs> Watch Afterlife. Wait, has he seen Afterlife yet? Did you no, see Afterlife no, yet? No, he no. Hasn't. Watch Afterlife. No, I was going to do it after I saw it too, and I'll be like, I saw Afterlife again. The 2016 Ghostbusters was still. Superior. He's just being a new dick. <laughs> I'm gonna flip this motherfucking table. Poking the bear. Poking the bear. Poking the bear. Oh, you don't. After like it. But the heat. But the heat the is heat. fucking hilarious. Love the heat. The heat is fucking awesome. Yep. You know what the problem? All right. So I agree with you. Paul Feig movies. Because even Spy was funny. Yeah. Not as good as Heat. No. But funny movie. I like Spy. Ghostbusters was Paul Feig caving under the weight of a studio franchise picture. Yep. I, there I said it. <laughs> yep. No, absolutely. It's out there. But the heat is I the shit. The and I had to convince somebody to watch the heat because they were not cool with Melissa McCarthy. They didn't see the humor. You could have sold me on Sandra Bullock. I would have been all in. Right. I mean, yep. that's Sandra Bullock. Jerry, come on now. You know what I mean? Like, shit. Find one right there. You know, like speed one. Wait for oh, that. Love speed. <laughs> love speed. Speed two was far superior to speed one. <laughs> You go die. <laughs> you go die now. <laughs> go burn in a fire. <laughs> so speaking of dying and burning in a fire, we're going to leave you with this. Watch Harley Quinn. Okay. That's your homework. That's your homework. Because Plus, it's a spinoff of what is described as a D-level Batman rogue gallery meets Cheers. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that's a very accurate... It's a very wildly accurate so I'll assessment leave you with of that a cartoon. Watch the after party. That's on my yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. yeah, yeah. Homework for you, after party. Yep, it's on my list. And wait, was the thing that all three of you hadn't seen that I was just ranting about? Misfits. 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 That's, yeah, yeah. definitely watch that. And, um, no, wait, all three of you. <laughs> yeah. You saw Misfits. Oh, yeah. I'm another something, seltzer something one. Pri- yeah, yeah, yeah. Peacemaker. 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 No, Peacemaker. You all gotta watch Peacemaker. It's on my list. Why are we raving about DC properties right now? Like, you what know the me. Fuck I'm is a Marvel going guy. On with Have another seltzer. <laughs> but we are in a Marvel lull right now, so maybe I'll move over to some DC shit. That's fair. That's fair. But yep. would you just wait till Multiverse of Madness hits? That yep. shit's gonna be oh wild. Oh, God. Actually, and now that um, the Netflix shows are over in Disney Plus, uh, I That's think there's huge. still a that couple of seasons left. I have, I think I missed Jessica Jones the final season. So did I. I actually, I go didn't see fuck that third yourself, season. Iron Fist. I don't 
care about you. <laughs> but he's the immortal Iron Fist, Danny Rand. He's an entitled white guy. <laughs> Did you guys see Boba Fett? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, you mean you mean uh, that shit show? <laughs> you mean Mandalorian season three? Yes, yeah, I yeah. did. No, well, that's the funny thing about both. You watched Boba Fett, right? I saw like the first two episodes. Well, uh, that's the problem. The first three episodes are junk. The last three episodes are the best sequel to season two of Mandalorian yes. I've ever seen. <laughs> Mandalorian season 2.5 was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> the remix. Like, remember how awesome that last... You came by my house to watch the last episode of Mandalorian. I am yeah, glad... Episode three of Boba Fett on is as great as that. So skip the first Forward. three. But here's no, the thing. I I liked the story of going into the, the entire season. Of the that. first three episodes weren't as great as the last three. Right. The last three are great. You have to get through these three junky episodes. You for could good, have said that about for, Mandalorian season one. For context. Too. No, seriously. I uh, loved that, Mandalorian all the way through, though. So, for me, the Mandalorian. There's very few episodes I didn't like. was a slow start. At all. Slow start for me. Boba Fett? Uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian? I loved yep. it all the way through. Boba but then Fett, again, I, I also just... really like spaghetti westerns, and that's yeah. exactly yeah. what Speaking it Speaking of westerns, did you watch that movie yet? No! God damn it. But I will. Damn I it, Johnny. I will. That's your homework. Get off your ass. My, my homework is watching Afro Western. What yeah. was the name of it again? Uh, I have it on my plaque, so I should know. The Harder They Fall. Harder They Fall. Yeah. That's my that, homework. That's yours. I'm going to watch that. The one thing I'll say about Boba Fett, I am glad they brought in that deep fake artist to help clean up the issue that Happened at the end of Mandalorian season two. Oh yes, yes. yeah, yeah. So for anybody yes. who doesn't know, yeah, it, so you probably have an idea, but it was a it better, looks way yeah, better, way. You can still tell a little bit, a little bit, but but way better. Yeah, like imagine that they had to bring in a fucking deep and we're a now YouTuber. We're, now we're venturing into his territory because this man actually worked in visual arts for how long? Yeah, a couple of years now. So like, I there were times where he could sit. Watch TV and be like, I worked on that commercial. I did that commercial. That's fake. That guy's teeth are fake. Those bushes are <laughs> fake. That's fake. I put that in there. Like, this man worked on many commercials that you've watched. And we're only saying this at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Till the next show. Teaser. Until next time. Until so, next time. Everyone do your homework. All right. And watch commercials. And then let us know. And Roger, <laughs> Roger will be like, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're I wrong. worked on that. Market zero. <laughs> and be excellent to each other. Yeah. The emu and the limo emo commercials are real, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me find I'd this. like to believe that they're real. Let me find this whistle. You hear me spitting out a poisonous ink. I'm poisoned to think what I can do when I'm on the brink. A back to the wall. A villain when I'm ready to brawl. I'm killing. It's really it's silly how I'm messing with y'all. Speaking, it's easy. You see me coming through in the clutch now. Duck down, profound sounds dropping like touchdowns. Cursing in verses like missing persons. You never find it. Go and rewind it a second time if you need reminded. But shit, a contradiction might better define it. I'm grinding to sharpen the talent instead of bitching and whining. Cultural finding the perfect pressure to press a diamond. It's in your time and not what you wear when you say you're rhyming as far as i'm and i'll never make it to raise an island call me an island i'm solitary in my confinement forgive my elegant eloquence while i'm relevant carefully dismantle your status just for the hell of it heavy like an elephant desolate while i'm reckoning strictly just for the benefit evident in my devilment and now the residents feel the presence of melanin malevolent supremacists speaking venomous sentences forget the precedent get a taste of your medicine to tranquilize the dart to your face embrace the sedative